If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome one, welcome all to the Court of the Trashy Royals, where we assemble each Thursday to reveal and revel in the tales of our betters behaving badly. I'm Stacy, and thank you so much for joining us today. Hello, one and all. Alicia here. Thank you for joining us for today's Naughty Noble. We have heard a whole bunch about him recently. Let's go ahead and add Kaiser Wilhelm II into our Trashy Royals mix. Kaiser Wilhelm is the very first grandson of Queen Victoria and Prince Albert. And Wilhelm, gosh, sad kid, terrible childhood, but also as an adult, you know, World War I mm-hmm. and taking up arms against his mother's country. So mm. a real mixed bag, Wilhelm. Before we begin our episode today, we do have a number of good nobles to thank for simply just being really, really awesome. I want to give a big shout out to Jesse and Sheila for your awesome emails. Thanks so much. And thank you for joining us for ad-free and early episodes at patreon.com slash Trashy Royals podcast. Tanya M., Jacqueline D., Devere K., and Carrie. Really awesome, the lot of you. So grateful to have you here and for your support in all the ways. Without further ado, let us anon to the complicated and fairly terrible Hmm. Kaiser Wilhelm II. Kaiser Wilhelm. He didn't start out as Kaiser, right? Well, of he course. was just little Prince little, Wilhelm. Yeah. Prince William, but yes, German. Sure. sure. Queen Victoria and Prince Albert's first grandchild was a boy born to their eldest child, Victoria, Princess Royal. Now, remember, Princess Royal had married Prince Frederick of Prussia. He's known as Fritz. Later, Fritz will become the German Emperor Frederick III. And the ambition of Queen Victoria and Prince Albert, most especially Prince Albert here, is to combine the houses of England and Germany and all of its manifestations. And for Vicky, Princess Royal, it doesn't hurt that Fritz is a real looker. He's kind (laughs) of dreamy. Victoria, Princess Royal, all in. But remember, she gets sent to Prussia. She has terrible in-laws. She has her first child at the age of 17. This is in January 1859, where Fritz and Vicky, Princess Royal, delivers the son. Huzzah! First son, Wilhelm, who would go on to succeed his father as German emperor in 1888. Right, because doesn't Fritz die after like 100 days? 99 99 days. 99 days, yeah. You got it. So Queen Victoria maybe been around the childbirth bed a few times. She's a little concerned about 
Vicky Princess Royal giving birth, especially with only the aid of German doctors. Mm -hmm. That will never do for Queen Victoria. So Queen Victoria is going to send her daughter, Princess Vicky, her personal physician. His name is Dr. James Clark. Dr. James Clark comes with a little bit of help. Queen Victoria's favorite midwife. You ready for her name? Mrs. Innocent. Oh, wow. Well, good on her. I mean, healthcare is so challenging in those times. Well, Queen Victoria is not going to mess around with mm-hmm. her first grandchild. And sending Dr. James Clark and Mrs. Innocent turns out to be a pretty wise decision that will end up saving Princess Vicky and her son's life. Oh, wow. Queen Victoria also <laughs> strongly recommended the use of chloroform to ease her pain. Queen Vix had endured seven childbirths before she was introduced to the joy of chloroform. Once chloroform became available for Queen Victoria's final two births, she was a real big proponent of the anesthetic. However, for Princess Vicky, this may have hurt more than it helped. There's a lot going on with the birth of Wilhelm. Okay. So childbirth is still really dangerous in 1859, even for royal princesses. Sure. And Wilhelm's birth proved to be a complicated and arduous process that really does almost take the life of mama and baby. Etiquette at the time (laughs) required that doctors had to work under the long layered skirts of Princess Vicky. Like, you can't take her clothes off. Right, you can't, you can't put her in a gown, like a hospital gown like we would use today. It's okay. So there's a challenge. Oh my God, the decorum. Okay. Also, Princess Vicky was given chloroform. But the way that it came in the vials, she's given like two thirds of a vial of chloroform, which is... A lot. A lot. Off the charts. So the amount of chloroform given to Princess Vicky pretty much left her unconscious which she's unable to assist with the labor, Mm -hmm. requiring that doctors basically have to pull the baby out of her womb. Dangerous doings. Oh, this is a terrible story already. So at first, the baby appeared to be dead, and the majority of efforts go into saving the princess's life. Another interesting little bit here, if... They had performed a cesarean section on Vicky. They could have saved the baby, but it would have killed the princess. Yes. So, rock in a hard place, mm-hmm. really, with where we are in this delivery. Baby appears to be dead. Efforts are going into saving Princess Vicky. But Mrs. Innocent, there for the win, after several slaps, little Wilhelm begins to cry. Much to the surprise and delight and of delight, yeah. everyone involved except for probably Wilhelm. <laughs> mm. Slap me some more, Mrs. Innocent. And Vicky was probably unconscious right now, so. After Wilhelm's birth, Fritz writes to Queen Victoria and Prince Albert to let them know what had happened. Here's Fritz's letter to his in-laws. After Vicky had been visited by pains of an unusual nature in the few days prior to the 27th, which had more than once given us false alarm, 
She experienced sharp pain shortly before midnight on the 26th, and soon thereafter, wetness, which induced me to call in Mrs. Innocent. She soon informed me quietly that the time had come, but advised Vicky to try and get a little sleep. This was no longer possible, as the above-mentioned pain recurred a short time later and Sir James was informed and Wegner. Countess Blucher was summoned, Vicky put on some warm, loose clothes and paced to and fro for several hours, supported by Countesses, Proponcher and Blucher and myself, desperately clutching us or at a table whenever the pain set in. Mm. Around half past two in the morning, I went to my parents to announce that it had begun, and Vicky went into the bedroom, which had meanwhile been prepared for the decisive event. And there she spent the night either walking or lying in the chaise lounge. The pains gradually increased and by daybreak were no longer by any means negligible. At around 9 a.m., she lay down on the bed, the very place where my father was born. Only somewhat later did Dr. Wegner notice by chance as he examined her that the position of the baby was not quite the normal one. Vicky's pain, as well as her horrible screams and wails, became even more severe. However, when she was granted a respite from her suffering, she would ask for forgiveness from everyone for her screaming and impatience, but she could not help herself. When the final stage of labor began, I had to try with all my might to hold her head in place so that she would not strain her neck over much. Every contraction meant a real fight between her and me, and even today, the 29th of January, my arms still feel quite weak. To prevent her from gnashing and biting, we made sure there was a handkerchief in her mouth at all times. Okay. This this is, wow. It's harrowing. Medicine in the before times, wow. Harrowing. Harrowing. Fritz continues, Occasionally, I had to use all my strength to remove her fingers from her mouth and also placed my own fingers in her mouth. With the strength of a giant, she was at times able to hold off two people and thus the awful torture escalated until the moment of birth was so near that complete anesthesia with chloroform was undertaken. Vicky was laid at right angles on the bed. She let forth one horrible long scream and then was anesthetized. Because the baby was lying in the breech position and Vicky had absorbed so much chloroform, she was virtually comatose and unable to help in the delivery it had to be literally yanked from the womb. <sighs> but it wasn't breathing. Everyone thought it was stillborn, and it was only the swift action of the midwife, Fraulein Stahl, who began to slap the baby's face first lightly and then more vigorously that saved the young prince's life. Are we to assume, certainly the baby absorbed some of this megadose of chloroform, correct? Oh, um, certainly. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Wow. Whew. Fritz will continue writing, describing how he felt when he first heard his son cry. The sound cut through me like an electric shock. I then staggered in a half-faint, 
into the next room where the baby was in a bath, and first I fell into Mama's arms, and then I sank to my knees. I feel like that was the epic struggle just to get Wilhelm born. That is not the end of our story. We need to get Wilhelm through his terrible, terrible childhood. We're going to take a quick break right here and come back to hear about all the torture that the poor kid endured. Yeah, because this breach birth was not a costless experience for this baby. No, it was not. All right, we'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. That that was painful to listen to. And it's remarkable that both survived. It is remarkable that both survived, but huh, let's continue to the rest of the story, as it would not be until a few days later that it was obvious that Prince Wilhelm had been injured from the aggressive intervention required at his birth. Because he was breech, when Wilhelm was pulled from his mother, the doctor, without intending to, but this it was kill Victoria with a CSA, it We're all stuck yeah. in a really precarious position here. Yeah. The doctor, when he pulls the baby from Princess Vicky, causes injury to Wilhelm's neck and had severed nerves, leading to the left arm, causing the arm to be paralyzed and eventually six inches shorter than his right arm. This left him permanently disabled, although the family will not, refuses to, doesn't accept any of this in the beginning. Wilhelm actually has what is called Herb's palsy. This is nerve-related. It's not at all muscle-related. So all of the interventions that we're about to hear, none of those were ever going to help. Sure. But doctors don't know that. Right. Numerous attempts right, will be made and continue to be made to heal the young prince's lame, quote-unquote, his injured arm. Descriptions of the treatments that this kid was forced to undergo sound like torture or something out of a horror film. If Princess Vicky's birth seemed bad, welcome to Wilhelm's childhood. At the time, it was these desperate efforts of his parents and grandparents to heal his disability mm -hmm. with all the royal protocol. You know, you got the rules. It's considered shameful for a future emperor to be disabled in yeah. any way. The desire to fix Wilhelm was extreme, really strong. And although Kaiser Wilhelm 
will go on to be a malevolent and vindictive character who plays a significant role in beginning and escalating World War I. It is really difficult not to feel sympathy for Prince Willie, Prince Wilhelm, that little boy who was made his entire life to feel inadequate and handicapped by his family. The trauma of Wilhelm's childhood most likely played a pivotal role in him developing into such a dangerous, disturbed, and kind of mean adult. You see how one thing leads to the other. Sure. Not excusing it, but you can understand it. Some of the treatments that Wilhelm was made to undergo were electric current therapy, strapping the good arm to his body, and forcing him to use the other one, which really could not be used. That was pretty terrible. Also, this is kind of the worst, animal baths. What is that? Sounds like it could be cute and cuddly. No, it is not cute Mm. and cuddly. Animal baths happened by slaughtering a hare, a rabbit, in front of the young boy, and then wrapping the freshly dead, still warm and bleeding body of the rabbit to Wilhelm's arm. I can only guess at what they thought this would confer. Well, it was thought that the life force of Mm -hmm. the freshly killed animal would seep into the lifeless arm of the prince. I mean, I guess good try, unless you're the bunny. Oh, it's terrible. Not surprisingly, as this was a palsy, this was not muscular, this was right. nerve damage. And if your nerves are not feeding your arm the correct signals, obviously it's not going to... I mean, this is from birth. Like None of these remedies do anything except for torment the child. Not only that, the torture and the disability and the made-to-feel-less-all-the-time-from-Wilhelm creates big-time emotional and physical distance between Princess Vicky and her son, Prince Wilhelm. Hmm. Vicky, for her part, feels guilty and ashamed because she had an imperfect son. Wilhelm feels unloved and rejected. So this mother-son complicated dynamic really causes this love-hate relationship between the two of them eventually causing the love-hate relationship between the future Kaiser and his mother's homeland of England. This is a lot of Imago. Wow. Yes. That's deep. That is a deep, deep deep-seated, wow. I know on our other podcast, Trashy Divorces, we talk about this term Imago, Mm -hmm. I-M-A-G-O. It was coined by Dr. Harville Hendricks, and essentially the Imago theory is in the relationship you're currently in, with whomever, you're working out something that's happened before. So Wilhelm will always be working out his imago with Princess Vicky. It's a very complicated love-hate thing that manifests in all the worst ways. Stay tuned. Wilhelm, as a child, does spend a great deal of time in England. He has a super close relationship with his grandmother, Queen Victoria. However, Wilhelm, having the childhood he's had, his behavior alienates a lot of his other English relatives. So he's not the bubbly, fun kid you'd want him to be? That's weird. He's no birdie, right? (laughs) 
Wilhelm and his behavior doesn't make a lot of friends. And when Wilhelm doesn't make a lot of friends, he gets mad and will lash out at rejection of him. But, like, what kind of stories does he have to tell his childhood playmates? Like, hey, you know, they used to strap bunny bodies to my shoulder. Freshly killed. There was this other device because his neck was slightly turned. So uh, do you remember in the Judy Bloom book, Deanie, with scoliosis? and I do. I was thinking about the brace. Those incredible, like, painful braces that kids were subjected to. I think until fairly recently, I... They did that with Wilhelm for hours and hours and hours a day for like three years in a row mm-hmm. to even where Vicky's writing her mother, mom, don't tell any of my brothers or sisters about this. We have to keep this undercover. But right, Wilhelm goes to England. Everybody knows something isn't quite right with Wilhelm. I'm also thinking about this situation and... Tsar Nicholas II's son with hemophilia, who was mm-hmm. so frail, and it really led them kind of to madness and to Rasputin, to this is a pathology. I mean... Well, you need to remember that Victoria does have one son, Leopold, with that same affliction of hemophilia, who dies at a pretty early age, but still longer lived than Anyone with hemophilia had had. Again, sure. future stories, future day. Yeah. We're here for Wilhelm because it's going to get trashier. We just talked about old Birdie, charming, delightful, dirty Birdie, who really was just seems like the most charming, charismatic guy you ever met. Naturally, Wilhelm hates his uncle Birdie. Birdie, as we know, is going to become King Edward Seventh, and Birdie for his part, really hates his nephew Wilhelm. The feeling is entirely mutual between the two of them. And, you know, everybody's got average family quarrels. That happens. But here, this isn't going to be your average family quarrel. As the Emperor of Germany, Wilhelm would have the power to create widespread disaster to prove his superiority to his uncle. And once Queen Victoria, his grandmother, whom he loved, passed away. Wilhelm really had no reason not to wage a literal war on England and all of his English relatives. And again, we talked about Crown Prince Rudolf of Austria a few weeks ago, whose death basically put uh, a Wilhelm ally in line to the throne of Austria, whereas Crown Prince Rudolph was exchanging letters with Bertie, making fun of their cousin. Correct. And probably the power balance would have been very different. It's definitely a power balance. I want to go back and talk about one other thing, because Wilhelm and Princess Vicky, we talked about a love-hate dynamic. Before Wilhelm goes to war against his mother's country, I need to tell you that He, Wilhelm, wrote a real whole long series of disturbing letters to his mother. Wilhelm was obviously dealing with a lot of confused feelings about his mom, Vicky. He clearly longed for her affection, but maybe doesn't long for her affection in an appropriate way. These letters to his mother, Wilhelm begins to express a type of erotic desire for her. Oh, no. Wilhelm could have really used some good counseling. (laughs) In one letter, Wilhelm writes to Princess Vicky, his mother, 
I have been dreaming about your dear, soft, warm hands. I am awaiting with impatience the time when I can sit near you and kiss them, but pray keep your promise you gave me always to give me alone the soft inside of your hand to kiss, but of course you keep this as a secret for yourself. Not so Mrs. Innocent. It's a little creepy, isn't it? This thing isn't a one-time oddity. I'm not exactly sure what Wilhelm was working through. There are a bunch of letters. And another one, Wilhelm writes his dear mother, I have dreamt about you, and this time I was alone with you in your library when you stretched forth your arms and pulled me down. Then you took off your gloves and laid your hand gently on my lips for me to kiss it. I wish you would do the same when I am in Berlin alone with you this evening. I don't know what to say. Well, Vicky didn't either. Vicky does not respond with any kind of similar feeling. She's like, Wilhelm, this is pretty creepy. Mm -hmm. What Princess Vicky does is when she replies, she corrects Wilhelm's grammar. Oh my God. <laughs> it's one way to deflect. <laughs> Vicky does not tell anyone about these weird erotic letters from her son. In fact, they were only recently discovered in an archive of Princess Victoria's great-grandson. But Wilhelm, seeing this as further rejection from his mother, will continue his love-hate thing, just turning it into a hate-hate thing, developing more resentment to Princess Vicky and her country of England to be much further complicated in 1888, when a British doctor misdiagnoses his father's throat cancer. This is why Fritz is only the emperor for 99 days. Wilhelm is so mad about this, it prompts this outburst saying, an English doctor crippled my arm and an English doctor is killing my father. One cannot have enough hatred for England. It's a bit understandable, I suppose. You kind of, I mean, you get it. Mm -hmm. uh, Kaiser Wilhelm will attend his grandmother, Queen Victoria's funeral in 1901. It is about a hundred days later that his mother, Victoria, Princess Royal, passes away. His mother passes away less than a year after Queen Victoria. After both his grandmother and mother had passed away, Wilhelm, now Kaiser Wilhelm, is done. He cuts all ties to England. He will continue to grow the rivalry, escalate it even with his uncle, King Edward VII, as well as all of his English cousins. Barely a decade later, Britain and Germany were at war. Kaiser Wilhelm will take up arms against his mother's country, and Kaiser Wilhelm is only one part of the hell yeah. landscape yeah. that is World War One. World War One is very much a cousin's war. Mm -hmm. And that whole planting of our offspring throughout Europe, this grand idea that right. Victoria and Albert had backfired just a bit. Oh my God, so spectacularly. It was such a it was such a good idea they good had. Good idea. Such a well-intentioned plan. Hey, if we have nine kids, we may as well do our best to weave Europe into a tapestry of family. Boy, did that go wrong. Oh, it went so wrong. 
So Wrong by 1918, with over 2 million German soldiers dead and nearly 4.5 million German soldiers injured, Kaiser Wilhelm had been defeated. He will live the rest of his days in exile in the Netherlands, where he dies in 1941. Kaiser Wilhelm. Trashy. So bad. You feel bad for the kid. You're a terrible man of an absolute monarchist. Which, again, we could go back a hundred years and talk about the Holy Alliance and Metternich, but we're here for the trashy royal part. So, for trashy crowns, my favorite fact about Kaiser Wilhelm, I'm awarding him 60 trashy crowns. Why 60? Why 60? That was the number of entire railway train carts. 60 packed with his crap when he fled Germany out in exile. All of his art, all of his furniture, all of his dishes, all of his jewels, 60. 60 train cars to get him out of Germany into exile in the Netherlands. Never really diminishes his fortune, but yeah, Wilhelm. There is a lot packed into our journey. Again, Princess Vicky as it goes. Victoria's child, not trashy. She's delightful. Mm -hmm. Princess Vicky's kids, Kaiser Wilhelm, and who do we talk about last week? Princess Charlotte. Yeah, original OG mean girl. Off the chart trashy. That is going to wrap us up with this episode and at least Princess Vicky. We have so many more of those cousins of the grandkids to talk about. Friends, we can't tell you how much we appreciate you hanging out with us today. We hope you enjoyed this Trashy Royals ride. And don't forget, if you would like to listen early and ad-free, you can check us out at patreon.com slash Trashy Royals podcast. That's just $2 a month. Easiest Patreon ever. Yep. Stacy, you and I will be returning next Thursday with a brand new Naughty Noble, all for y'all. It's what we do. Thanks again for tuning in. Until we meet again next week, keep your eye on the throne, really. It changes a lot. Be nice to children. Yeah, and celebrate modern health (laughs) care. Ain't that the truth. Right. (laughs) Have a great weekend, everybody. Talk (laughs) next week. Bye. Bye.